You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is a very special, in advance of Chayel, which in, according to Chabad, Masayra, and maybe other citizens as well, is a very important day, a day that not only was the birthday of the Baal Shem Tif, but the day that maybe it's because he was drawing on the strengths of that day where his neshama came down and the uh, Shnas Nachas, Yudchas El Nachas, 36 years later, he was Megal himself to his brother-in-law and to the other people who had up until that point known him as only a simple Eved Hashem, but actually someone who was their repository of a whole new derech and avodas Hashem, a derech that was connected to the great Mukubolm of the past, but was something fresh, wonderful, and extremely important for that period in the beginning of the 18th century, when uh, he, and according to the, especially Chabad Masayra, is something that happens on, happened on Chayel uh, when he was 36 years old. Um, also, I have to also mark that uh, the founder of what's known today as Labab Shchidis, the Shner Zaman Liadi, also his birthday was Chayel, a day that uh, as Chabad, in a very in a premier way, has pushed this in such a positive way. The idea that the strengths, the kaiyos that uh, were endowed to you on your birthday, uh, are, are in many ways something you can draw on every single year. So the Alter Rebbe saw himself as connected to the Baal Shem in many ways. He used to refer to him as the Zayda. And, um, and Chabad Masayra, he in many ways uh, articulated the Soid in a Chochmah and in a Bina and a Das in a way that in the Baal Shem it was still somewhat Nela. Uh, and in that way, uh, Chabad Chassidim see the Altareb and the Baal Shem as really spiritual brothers, really a father and son in a way of giving over the Yisoydis of Chassidus. So, with all that being said, uh, I turn to one of my closest compatriots here in this area of the young professionals of Newark, someone who's been on this platform quite often, Rabbi Avram Minsky, who uh, is extremely uh, gifted in giving over Teira, but also, especially as hard as his Neshova, slave is definitely here in Chassidus. So today is really a shear that will really give us his, a real order about what Elul is, the Avodah Hashem of Elul, the Avodah HaKadosh of Elul. Rabbi Avremel, please. We're going into the, we just started the month of Elul. We're about to, to a week and a half in, we did Bezel. The month before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. It's the Chedesh HaKeshman, the month that we have to, of accountability we make an account of what happened in the past year, just like a person who has a business. You make an account where you, where do we make money? Where do we lose money? Which product sells? Which product is a waste? Which product is a burden? And we make proper decisions how we're going to change the structure that next year will be more successful. Right? If, you, if you know exactly where you lost and where you gained, but don't make a change, um, that's not beneficial. We have to actually make implement change. A Jew is a very interesting uh, type of thing, or person, I would say. 
there was someone who once made a uh, he was trying to he's making a hakida a review about religion he wanted to see what's the draw how why people are drawn to religion so first he went to a cloister on a Sunday and he stood in front of the cloister and he asked the person there do you believe in God the person said of course are you consider yourself religious of course okay makes sense because you can believe in God and you consider yourself religious uh, therefore you're going to place there on Yom Kippur the same person went and stood in front of a shul and he saw someone walking into the shul he asked this person tell me do you uh, believe in God and I said that depends what you mean by that then he asked do you consider yourself religious? Absolutely not. So why are you going to synagogue? You don't know. It's Yom Kippur today, he replied. Which is very fit, funny. We have someone who says clearly who that he's not, doesn't, you know, that I'm specifically not religious. Not even sure if I believe in God. But Yom Kippur, of course, I'm going to go to shul. It's not even a question. And so today we're going to try to understand what happens in the month of El and what's going on in Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. What, what's drawing these, these crowds to show? So let's go start with the text. Let's start with Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch, as you see in, in text one, in the, it says that Siskinu Chazal, she taken Rish Chedish El B'chol Shana Roshana, B'chol Achidish, G'lahazri, D'Yisrael, Sh'yashu Tshuva. That the Chachamim were mistaken, that from Rish Chedish El, until uh, the, the whole month throughout the, the whole month of El, aside out of Rosh Hashanah, we should blow Shafer in order to remind us to do Tshuva. This is the Kanas Chazal. Now, where did this uh, concept of uh, El is special come from? So the, the source is actually a Pazak and Shirashir. And uh, we'll, we'll see it, we'll, we'll back it up a little further <laughs> later based on the Pazak and Shirashir. The Pasuk and Shem is in text too. It says, I'm going to touch in English as it says, I am drawn to my friend or to my beloved and my beloved is drawn to me. My friend is drawn to me. Meaning it's me to him and him to me. Now I'm going to move on to text three. Text three, this is a quote from the Bach. Actually, it's a little bit earlier than the Bach. It comes from the Rikeach uh, in his parish on Shira Shirim, but clearly it was something that was part of the Hasidic Ashkenaz and earlier. Uh, that Rashi tape is available. So yes, but yeah, Bach is a good is a good marker. But, uh, yeah. So the, the Bach and Shukhanaras, so he said that uh, but now we'll add in the Rekech as well. Yeah. The or originally from the Rekech. So he said and the did these Rashi Tavis El, right? Aleph Lamid Bab Lamid. And then he adds Sefa Tavis, the last letters of the word and the did you got four yuds. Yud is a gematia of 10. Eila mem, it counts to mem. So we got 40. Kenegin mem yeh merish chedish el vad yom kippur. Which is referring to corresponding to the 40 days from chedish el to yom kippur. 30 days of the month. And 10 days of shalom to yom kippur. Why, what's special in these days? Kibbe eilu mem yeh merish chubah mekubelis. Could be because in these 40 days, Chuva is in the Skabal more. And 
interesting and why did this happen is actually this originally came from um, Meshe Rabbeinu, started by Meshe Rabbeinu. Meshe Rabbeinu, we know, went up to Har Sinai three times. Right, let's get into the middle of all There is a, there is a, the Goyne points out that the Midrashim that all that he, that the second time he was, uh, you know, he was Puchutz. But yeah, in there, there is one Hanog that he was, it was 120 days. There were three, 40 days. But there is another Sheet in Chazal that actually was only two, 40 days. But go ahead, right. But clearly, he definitely went up for, for, uh, uh, for El for that last time to bring the Luchas down. So if we, if we make a calculation, it's interesting. I, I want to make the Chesh, and I'll spell it out because I, I find it interesting. Um, so he started on, on Shavuos. So Bob Sivan, or Zion Sivan, the next day, came down 40 days later, which is Yud Zion Sivan. Yud Zion Thomas. Which was the Yom of the Age. 40 days later, which that's, you know, which 30 plus, plus 10, which is the day that the um, that they made the Age the day that Yom Shinishtabu Bayaluk is one of the reasons why we fast, the day that the, the looks were destroyed. Then he went up again the next day from Yudches, from Chai, until 40 days later, until Chavches. Right, it depends if, it depends if, depends you, if, if, it was, it, if it's a Mole or not. Mole or not, or maybe Chavches. Yes. And then the, so the third time started Aleph El, there's Chedish El, to Yom Kippur, because it's Yom Kippur, that's the name of Shetol, and Salach Tikit Varech. As Rashi says in, in Various places in, in Sefer Dvarim that that really there was a Kabbalah slicha even in the sense he was ready even at the end of uh, at the end of of Ov, but when he goes up to, for the next forty days that's to be Makabal Atshuva slicha with Simcha as Rashi says. The month of Elul is a special month. It's a month of Tshuva, and this actually started from Meishu Rabbeinu. That Meishu Rabbeinu went up to what was was those were. The last 40 days that he was up in Shemaim, asking for forgiveness for the Yidin, which finished off on Yom Kippur. So that's the, and that's the Remez in the word, I'm the Dedi Now, the question comes up, and that is that if this is such a special month, um, and we'll see in the later Kabbalah, it says that uh, on the month of Elul, there's a revelation of Yigimah Midas Serachanim. So, and this is a special time for Tshuva. Started from Meshit Abedin, which was we were blowing Shafer every day. Um, the Spartans to do Slichis the whole month. So how come it's, it seems like a regular month? Meaning it's, it's weekdays. There's no episode. There's no Yom Tif. There's no Yimba. There's no special Tainis. You know, it's, we're, we're working. You know, we're, we're here at IDT. It doesn't seem anything uh, crazy out of the ordinary. So in order to properly understand this, we're going to explain, give a muscle, and look at text for this. The muscle given by the Balatanya, and uh, the content of this muscle today is actually very, very popular. You, you hear it all over the place. And I'll read it inside, and I'll explain. This is as follows. The month of El, in order to understand it, it's a muscle to a king, before he comes to the city, the people and the inhabitants of the city they go out towards him. They go, they receive, they receive him in the field. At that, at that time, anyone who likes is able, has the ability, and is allowed to go and greet him. You don't need any prior invitation. 
And he receives everyone with a smile. Not he just receives them. He actually um, shows them, a, you know, laughter and joy to each and every one of them. And then he continues. And then when he goes to the city, they join him. But in general, when the king is in the palace, when the king is in the palace, you can't just walk up to him. You have to have permission. And even to get permission, not everyone gets permission. Specifically, the only a select few, the nation's elites. You know, Abraham, we definitely have, uh, even though we don't have Malachim, but we see this, of course, uh, in in the political world today, we see uh, candidates and others that are coming. We, we see uh, the type of uh, uh, handshaking and seeing them and smiles and uh, types of uh, rallies. So I think it's very similar, although, again, we don't have Malachim, but we, we see images of this all the time, the types of rallies that political figures who later become. Uh, one could say, you know, the, the president, is, although he's not technically not a melech, but this whole shy wood, he can make a broch on him, but he has so much power. And uh, so it's very, very, I think people can, when they hear this marshal, they can really make it very real. Being the president of the Oval Office, as David mentioned, is that it's it's more chashiv. It's more chashiv. It's the, there's the Raymond Musamelech, the, the royalty of the president is when he's in the White House. Over there, you have uh, all the chambers and as you mentioned, you have to walk into a suit. The president dressed in the suit. You have all the secret service, all the guards, all the noblemen, all the all the high executives. When you're going in the golf course, he's wearing a cap. He could be in shorts. He's in a t-shirt. You're in a t-shirt. There's nothing uh, so exciting going on, for all you know. It. On the other hand, at the golf course, he's more accessible. More accessible meaning you could actually, he's more relatable and to, to let, let's make it a, to, for the purpose of this marshal, it's a, it'll be an open golf, golf course. So anyone technically wants to join the game can join. So anyone can join. In the, in the White House, not everyone, not every chachim who wants to go to the White House can go to the White House. Not everyone who wants an appointment can get an appointment. And even those which can get an appointment, they got to wait a long time to get that appointment. Even the biggest CEOs of the biggest companies, it doesn't happen every day. So, and this will, we're going to spell it out in text five. Text five, this is a, a, um, a Hasidic masterpiece from the current Chabad Rebbe, which he analyzed the Mashal of Melech Basad. And I'll read it inside. The difference between the king in the field and the king in his chamber is two things. As it relates to the level of revelation, where is there a greater revelation? Where is the glory of the king? Where is the main revelation of seeing the, the, the greatness of the king? In the palace. When he's in the royal garments and the royal crown. But where is he actually more accessible, more revealed from a practical perspective? That's many in the field. Why the Because when the king is in his chamber in the palace, you can only go in if you have permission. And only a select few. But when the king is in the field, 
Rashoi v'yechel ha'ag v'pono kol mishrei tzom. The king is in the field. Every single person has the access and every person is able to greet him. Now, based on this, we can understand this is exactly what's going on in Chedesh El. And we'll actually also understand the Shani Yom Kippur. Chedesh El, the Hashem finds himself in the field. Meaning, on one end, it's very easy to do tshuva. He's very accessible. You don't need to pass any chambers, etc. On the other hand, it's regular weekdays. It's regular weekdays. There's no asabas yismalacha, there's no special fasting. We're working. Because it's the field. doesn't look like there's nothing fancy. But the king is accessible. And you have the opportunity to, to, to connect with him. Now, let me add to that. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is if you take a Jew and you throw him into the Oval Office in the White House. If you take a Jew, let's say even today, if you take a person, even if he's a not so lovely of the current president, when he's in the White House, he's going to behave himself. You're in the White House. The same thing at the opposite. Four years ago, if a person was the opposite, also in the White House, you behave. If he's going to see him on the street, it could be he's going to scream at him, not look at him. He's not going to be interested in him. But in the White House, automatically, it's the whole atmosphere. So the same, you put a Yiddish Shoshone and Kippur, you have a relationship to the Amishter, you like the Amishter, he considers himself a believer, a religious, not religious. It's the White House. It's a Shoshone and Kippur. Automatically, he gets awoken. Automatically, he goes to Shul. The kunt is that in Chodesh Elo, we should make that relationship with the Ebishter and do tshuva with the Ebishter, make that connection to the king. So when we find ourselves in the palace, we, we, we know where we're going. We know what's going on. It's sushtel to, to the Alter Rebbe's uh, Moshal and the way the, the Lubavitch Rebbe, the last one, explained it is of the Gemara Brochus. Gemara Brochus, of course, has the the story of how um, that uh, Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai's child was ill and that they sent the shlichus to Hanina ben Doisa. For Hanina ben Doisa, he would be the one who could conceivably could come and be the spalet. So there was a, uh, uh, it, his, he happened and the child got better. And Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakai's wife was surprised because here was the Nosi Shabisro the one who was Matzal Yiddishkeit by the Chorban, the one who set up Yavne, the great Rabban Yoichem and Zakai. And she asked him, what, you couldn't daven? It was so relevant to your own, your own child and you bring someone else? He says, let me explain. He says, I am doing it to a sar with my Abba Abba. And Hanina ben Doi says, I can Ebed. The Ebed, as we know, the dresser of the king, the, 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 the president's butler, the one who's the valet, can come in any time. He has access in a private way that the Tsar doesn't have. So the Gemara Sataka says that he can be nichnas bekol makom, bekol zman. I have to work according to the official Hanogos. And even though it's his own child, somehow a person like Hanina ben who is like a, who, who's more, in a way, has a lesser level, is able to reach the king, is able to be mispalo and tuuf a Yeshua. So I think it's a very good sushtel that in Elul, in a way, we are working on our avoida, as I wrote in the blurb, as opposed to the idea of 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 of, of being sarim with neyamelech. Month of Elul's anilidedi means us to our beloved. This is us to the Ebrish. It's a time that we reach out to Hashem. Shem is in the field, and we reach out to him. 
That's the Ibishter calling to us. So it's the Ibishter automatically lifting us up on that level. And that's why we have that, that every Jew has that yearning to just show up to show, not even knowing why, why he's doing it. They just show up. Hopefully, it worked on the person to the place that uh, that he was able to go to the next the next step. Uh, we, if, if you remember, Hever, uh Rabbi Vremel wasn't with us, but if you remember, uh, two weeks ago we had uh, the Torah from from uh, Rabbi Matisio Rosenblum, uh, who mentioned that Acharis Hashona, that the Gematria of Acharis is six hundred and nineteen. That's Acharis. That's Elul. And Tishrei is the is is, is Keser, where the Melech is the Gematria six twenty. So in a way, we go from the six nineteen, which is by Acharis, and then you could take that step up to Keser, which is six, which is Keser. It's not my Gematria, but uh, it's again it aligns with what uh, Rav Minsky is. Saying. This example, the king in the field, is given by the Balatanya. So. There's a diuk in the marshal. If you look at the marshal, let me back up a little bit. It is Lushin. You'll see the wording. And so he says that the, the marshal of a king, when he comes to the city, and when, sorry, that before he goes to the city, he goes to the field. And at the time when he's in the field, he's accessible. Anyone who wants can go and greet him. And then he adds... The king receives everyone with a smile and shows everyone, you know, laughter and joy. Now, the Balatanya, everything he wrote was bediyuk, meaning exact and precise. So it's not just making a, you know, a nice story that they go to see the king and the king smiles to everyone. But there's actually, there's a deep meaning behind this and the Current Chabad Rebbe actually pointed this out, and we're going to see how through an uh, explanation of the Tzamech Tzedek, which was the great-grandfather of the Chabad Rebbe and the grandson of the Balatanya, how this is brought to light. So he explained as follows. This is in text 6a. He says, That the, the king receives everyone. What did he say, the, the king receives the people. Why do you have to say the king receives everybody? So he explained, Shigam Eila, even those people that they only they have a will, they have a desire to receive the king, to, to go greet the king. But they're in captivity by the Yetzirah. So they, they, they want to, but they can actually get themselves to do it. Right, they, they, they demur, they sort of stay back. They are inhibited by their own sense of their guilt or... Um, uh, inadequacy. Right. So it's almost like the as he as he speaks out that the rabbinical notices them there and reaches out to them. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. So he yeah, had So the king shows that he's at this time. I'm receiving everybody with a smile, meaning I'm not looking. Ah, this guy. <laughs> Why you show up? You, know? <laughs> you maybe clean yourself up before you come to me. No, everyone is macabre with a smile. And because of that, that awakens within them a very strong desire to go receive the king, and they actually get themselves to do it. Meaning, there's some people that, on one hand, really I should go, but uh, I'm embarrassed to go. But from the fact that, but the king's, uh, the, the, the tone that the king is setting is, 
I'm not looking at anyone's past. I'm receiving everyone with a smile. And because of that, that awakens everybody that they all come and join. Now, this idea... Even the fact that he's noticing their hesitancy, right? The fact that he's noticing their hesitancy, noting, yes, I know why you're hesitant. I know that you feel inadequate. But look, I noticed you, and I can sense, and I Bedafka looked at you, at least you felt that. That's, that is a, 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 an, affirm, an affirmation that you are worthy and that you can, uh, you can approach. Right. So and we'll understand that there's a, a beautiful marshal from the Tzemach Tzedek, which is on, this is the Tzemach Tzedek, it's on Tilim. So he, the Tzemach Tzedek wrote a Sefer on Tilim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he wrote the, the Sefer as follows. He says, sorry, the, the, the marshal is the as follows. Marshal is there. Someone who owes a Balchoy a lot of money. And he only is is only possible to pay half. The marshal as follows. Marshal as there. Someone who owes a balchoy a lot of money. And he only is is only possible to pay half. And even this half that he's able to pay back, it's going to take him a while, and not in one shot. So then, if the person, the, the borrower, sorry, the lender, is going to be nice to him, and I'll make an agreement with him to only accept half and forgive the rest. So he's going to try very hard to actually pay him back as much as possible. But if the borrower, if the lender is going to be hard and stubborn and say no, pay me the entire thing without giving, without you know, giving in to him anything. So the leva, the borrower, is just going to give up and won't pay him back anything. Now let me make it a little practical. So imagine someone who had a debt of a hundred thousand dollars. And a debt of $100,000, a huge amount of money for him. And, you know, there's no way he can pay it back. So he comes to the bank, it's already in collections. He tells them, listen, so if the collection agency is going to tell him, listen, you know what? We'll make a deal with you. Instead of paying us $100,000, pay us only $30,000. But let's actually make a payment plan. So then the person is actually going to be very willing to um, actually try to make it work. And he's actually going to work very hard and consistent to pay back those 50000 But if the collecting agency is going to tell him, listen, sir, don't play any games, 100000 100000 okay, I'm sorry. I don't even have a, I don't have 10000 in my pocket. What are you, 100000 Forget about it, you know. He's going to be Misyash. So specifically, if, if the person, if, the, if they're going to come towards the person no, that's the, the language we we'll use. If you come towards the person, meaning I'm coming towards you, I want to make it work for you, then the person, the borrower, see that the person is coming towards him and, and you know, bringing him in. So then he's going to work very hard on his end to make it work, to keep, to keep his side of the deal. But if the guy is not coming towards him, so he's just going to give up. You're going to fall into use. So we say the same thing is in that chuba. Come, Chedis Elo. And uh, we see that the, you know, we look at the past year, we say, oh, in vain. <laughs> we got a debt. It's not looking good. Rosh Hashanah is around the corner. We got a few weeks. 
It's not looking good. So if we say, listen, you got to do this, 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 and fix all X, Y, Z, the list goes on and on. And there's no way it's not possible. The fact is that the Ebrister is coming towards you and you have to make that, you know, because he's coming towards you that, um, and he's open to work it out with us. So we have to show commitment on our side and make a commitment that we could actually execute that. That would be maybe the, the correct um, way to go with it because when someone comes towards you, you give them, you give them a commitment. You push yourself a little, but a little, meaning you you, you can't jump because then again you you might fall into Jewish, but something you could actually um, so, so maybe work, maybe work through. Right, so what I would say using your muscle is, let's say a person is mushrash in a certain avera, right? Let's say it's um, you know, uh, you could say you know he, he, he has an addiction to a certain type of trefa food that he's that he, he just has to have, and he's been doing this for so long. So it's possible, again, maybe, you know, uh, you know, he's, that's the type of thing that there's such a steep resistance that perhaps he should take something that he isn't so um, uh, bound to and say, look, I, I did that. And, look, you know, I, I stopped talking in show. You know, I stopped uh, schmoozing with people in show. I was in show and I'm makbed on, on, on Sikha and the Beis Knesses. Okay, I talk outside, but in the show. So maybe, so that, is that a possibility you think of, of at least feeling, oh, I did something, as opposed to, even though he knows he's got this big hive, he's got to wean himself off of this tarifus, whatever it is, um, to at least make steps that, that aren't just dorm shal but at least, like you say, are some sort of partial payment um, towards where he's at. Um, just to use the Tzemach Tzedek's marshal. Like, what would be, like you said, every case is different. Because uh, you know, this is, I think, as you get older and as every Elul at Rosh Hashanah passes and you try to see, how am I better from last year? And I think this marshal reflects the fact that many people feel if they can't pay off the whole debt in one year, they say, this, you know, I'm fooling myself. And there comes a time, whether it's at Yom, whether it's a little bit after Yom Kippur or after Sukkot, where they say, "Yeah, I thought I could be an Ishacher, but I see it's not Shaykh. Maybe the problem was that their tshuva was too unrealistic. They got caught up in this atmosphere, which Einochinami. There are people that have been able to turn themselves into something different, but many people can't. So if they if they understood that this that there's a tshuva. I don't know what you would call this, but you would call this a practical, incremental tshuva, then they could feel that I'm on the derech. I'm on the derech of paying up. So I, I think it's, it is a very important. Again, as Avramel points out, that it, it really depends on each person, but I think you have to be honest. Put it this way. Even in this case, you, you know what the bank statement is. Right? In other words, you know what the big end is, but you realize, hey, I'm paying it off. And you realize you, you, you don't, um, you're not masalic yourself from the big Aveira or the big thing that you want to change. Maybe it's even something that's even worse than using a chasidish emotional. We know the biggest Aveira is Aveira Samidis. That's part of what the Baal Shem and, and, and the G'day Chasidis taught us. A person has a mid of Kas, person and, and, or a person has a mid of Midas Agaiva. Those are Aveiras, those are Gamim and the Nefesh, which are much, much harder to uproot than, well, I enjoy going to Red Lobster or whatever it is. I have to wean myself off from that taste. 
Um, and, and that's something which, which, which might take years to really uproot. We find ourselves in the month of Elul. The king is in the field. Hashem is in the field. Hashem is coming towards us. Let's make a deal. You know? Everyone likes to make a good deal, especially Jewish people. We love good deals. We're all <laughs> always looking for deals, especially you know, if the guy is willing to take half <laughs> for half price. So it's only dependent on us and our little ishtadlus. And we got to make that little kid, you know, the king's accessible, make the relationship with the king. When it comes to Shani Yom Kippur, we find ourselves within the palace. We are related to the king. He knows us. We know him. And we'll have a special place. And then Bezat Hashem, we'll all have a Shana Tevim for ourselves, for our families, and for Ochla Yisrael. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.